Thank you for listening to Faith Worship Center's weekly sermon. If you'd like more information about our church and ministry, please visit faithworship.org. I would like to um, talk this morning about a share of scripture that came to me this week, which seems to be a common theme even today. And it's something that has been on people's minds and hearts for a long time, and that is the reality of the essentials of life. Jesus, in Matthew chapter 6, 31, people were saying, what are we going to eat? What shall we drink? What shall we wear? Where shall we find toilet paper? And Jesus said, don't worry about it. For that is what the nations chase after. Doesn't your heavenly Father know the things that your body requires? So above all, constantly chase after God's kingdom and the righteousness that proceeds from him. Then all these less important things will be added to you. That's the truth that I know. And even though there might be people worried about what they're going to eat and what they're going to drink and what they're going to wear, uh, empty shelves, we've never had to experience anything like that um, in our country. We go in and shelves are just empty from a lot of things. But I have good news for you. We are going to get through this as a country and as a people. And we are going to stay positive and we're going to continue to uh, love God through all this and seek him. And go after his kingdom, because that is what is absolutely necessary. It's like life and bread to us, that we remain seeking God. And Jesus is saying, what, you know, don't worry about what you're going to eat and what you're going to wear and what you're going to drink. Don't worry about those things, because uh, you know, without the kingdom and without Jesus, that's all people have to worry about. But we have the kingdom and we, have Jesus. we don't have to worry about where we're going to uh, get these things and how these things are be supplied to us. We will just continue to seek the Lord. I wrote down a few notes about this, and um, in Matthew chapter seven, uh, verse seven to eleven, Jesus says, "Ask and the gift is yours. Seek and you'll discover. Knock and the door will be opened for you. For every persistent one will get what he asks for, and every persistent seeker will discover what they look for." And anyone, everyone who knocks persistently will one day find an open door. Do you know of any parent who would give his hungry child, who asked for food, a plate of rocks instead? Or if someone asked for a piece of fish, what parent would offer his child a snake instead? If you, imperfect as you are, know how to lovingly take care of your children, And give them what's best. How much more ready is your heavenly father. Ready to give you wonderful gifts. To those who ask him. Ask. And you shall receive. Seek. And you shall find. And knock and the door shall be opened unto you. Amazing. Uh, Don't stop asking. You know if if you stop asking. It means there's something broken with your asker. And you don't want a broken asker. You want to keep asking. 
And if you stop seeking, it means there's something wrong with your seeker. Your seeker is not functioning right. Maybe it got broken. Maybe you got tired of seeking. Maybe you aren't sure you've been seeking the right things. And you know, if your knockers aren't working, that's not good either. But I will just tell you right now, I'll say that people who continue to ask know the value of asking and also know that they will be answered. To continue to seek, know that they will find. And those who keep knocking know that the doors will be open for them. And I think this is a time for open doors. I really believe that there are many doors that we need to look and have a perspective. Yeah, we have to look differently at things, the way we've done things and the way we've been living. But we need to look for doors. And we need to seek the Lord in this time and in this hour. And we need to find He's saying and be all about what He's doing. And I think that's a wonderful truth. A wonderful truth. That if we ask, He'll answer. If we seek, we'll find. And if we knock, the door is going to be open. That's absolutely incredible, and it's absolute truth. There's a favorite psalm of mine. As a matter of fact, I was going through a very difficult time back in 1979. We were great friends. He was a great evangelist of Jesus, and I was... Uh, learning how to evangelize him in the fort that we were at. And I got word that he had um, he had died in an airdrop uh, jumping out of a plane. He hit the ground, his chute didn't open, and it just devastated me. I just, I couldn't believe it. And I was through such a difficult time. And I called my parents. My parents have been amazing support to me throughout the years. Uh, my mom is a intercessor. She's prayed so fervently for me when, uh, you know, for my whole life. And so I called and talked to her, and she gave his psalms to me, and it was Psalms 27. And there's a section in this psalm that has always been a good time. I'm with the Lord's light and my salvation. And it goes through these that were within Psalms 27, and it encouraged me so much. I got off the phone with her, and I immediately opened. I started reading it. I just started crying as Lord just comforting me in that hour and in that time. And throughout the years, this has been comforting so much to me that, uh, you know, though a host camp against us, our hearts aren't going to fail. Though war arises against us in spite of this, we're going to it. And I believe that in spite of this virus, in spite of the things that we're going through, in spite of the difficulties that each of us are experiencing even now, we can be confident in this hour that the Lord is going to take care of us, that he is in control, that he is the one. He is the one who's in charge. And he is the one who is actually going to pull through for this. He's not the one that has given this virus. He's not released this virus over the earth for judgment uh, or to wake people, or teach people a lesson. A good father just doesn't do those kind of things. But instead, we seek him in this hour to see what his heart is saying. And we seek him in this hour 
to find what he's doing and where he's at. And I'd like to share just a portion of this psalm from Psalms 27, verse 3 and verse 11. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me in a smooth path. How many of you know a smooth path is a great path to walk on? And it's not exactly for a lot of people now. But if we seek the way of the Lord and we allow him to teach us, he'll lead us on a smooth path, even in these times. Do not deliver me to the will of my adversaries. False witnesses have risen against me, as such as breathe out violence. And I would have lost heart. Now, I love this. He did not quit. He did not give up. And he did not lose heart. And he says, unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen your heart. Wait. I say wait on the Lord. And I feel like that's a really relevant word for even today and for this time. And the thing that I point on first is that he would have lost heart if he hadn't have been looking towards the goodness of God. And I believe it's easy to do in hard times, even like this. It's easy to lose heart. You can, if you're getting the wrong message coming your way all the time and uh, news and the reports and the you know, death rate going up in Italy every day and things that are climbing in that way, you can get so wrapped up in all of that information that you might forget that the goodness of the Lord is able to pull us through these times and that we can come before him and we can worship him and we can ask and he'll answer and we can knock and he's going to open doors and we can ask him and find him even in these days. And I love the scripture because that's what David is doing. I would have lost heart, but he didn't lose heart because he kept his eyes on the goodness of God. And no matter what you're going through, no matter your situation, I know some of your moms, you're learning what homeschoolers have learned for many, many years. It's rough. It can be difficult. You can have some trying times with the children home all the time. But listen, trust in the goodness of God. Keep seeking the Lord. And you know what? You knock on doors because doors are going to open for you. You're going to find out things about your children that you never knew before just because you're spending more time with them. And be encouraged by how they can teach you. And be encouraged by how you get to be a voice in their lives right now. That I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land. And now the scripture goes on to say in the land of the living. But I would just like to declare to you that this is a good time for us to pray for the goodness of the fill our land. 
that this is a time to believe that his goodness is going to flood this world. This is a time to say miracles, miracles are still happening and miracles can happen. I saw some testimonies earlier this week of people that have been praying for those who had the virus. Their symptoms completely went away uh, after they were done praying. This, you know what? This thing is a little microscopic cell that has just about shut down the entire world. I'm telling you, we have a God whose kingdom is bigger and greater. We have a king who is good. And when we seek him and cry out to him, he'll answer. He'll pull through. It's just his nature. He can't be anything but good, and he can't be anything but faithful. He's always consistent, always good. I think that Christ in us is looking for us in this time. And he's calling for the sons and the daughters of God to arise for this great hour. I'm reminded of a scripture in uh, Chronicles. In Chronicles, uh, the people of God were surrounded in Second Chronicles chapter 20, and Hezekiah was a king. And the people had gone through a rough time. They were in a place, and nations were gathered around outside of the cities. And they were surrounding them, and it was a hopeless situation where the nations basically uh, surrounding them to starve them out, to get them to surrender, so they could lead them out of their city and take them into captivity. And Hezekiah gathered all the people together, and the prophets gathered together and said, Don't worry, you will not have to fight this battle. I was reminded of this scripture in this hour because it's a very important thing not to worry that you will not have to fight in this battle. Hey, you know what? This is something that we can trust the Lord to take over. Hezekiah gathers them together. He believes the word of the prophet. He gathers everyone together and he puts the singers out in the very front to go out and face the nations that were outside their gates. And as they begin to go out through the gates, they were singing. And you know what they were singing? The Lord is good, and his mercy endures forever. Now, mercy is the same exact thing as goodness. And they were saying in a time that looked so bad for them, they were singing, the Lord is good. And his goodness endures forever. I really believe that even in this time, that's the theme of my heart. That God is good. He's always good. He's always going to be good. He can't be anything but good. And we need to keep singing through this time. And we need to keep making declarations that this virus will die off. That it will become ineffective. That it will not. You know, I'm praying that people's immune systems will build up. And that their immunities will build up against this thing so that it can't even touch them. That's my prayer for this world. Not just for church people, but I'm praying 
whole world right now. And I'm just saying, God, would you protect humanity? And I just believe that there's a good God who loves humanity. He did not put this thing in charge. He did not leave this virus in charge. My own personal belief is that we kind of did that. And it was back in the garden when we said no to God and we decided to eat of a tree that had knowledge of good and evil on it instead of the tree of life. And I think in some cases that is still going on today. And that's a choice and that's a consequence that humans make. And I feel like, you know, there's there's a lot of things that were back in that time. You look at that, that scripture, Adam blamed uh, the woman, the woman blamed the serpent, and uh, God was thrown in the mix as well. And I just feel like it's like no time to be blaming anybody. It's time to seek the Lord and find solutions. And that is what I truly believe, that we keep our eyes on God's goodness we keep our eyes fixed on his goodness, and he's going to take care of us. Can we pray together right now? Can we just join together to, number one, believe if we ask, he's going to answer. Believe that if we knock, he's going to open the doors. And believe that if we seek, we're going to find. Let's just join together in prayer right now. Father, I just want to thank you, goodness. I thank you for your love. I thank you for who you are. You're such a good father. And just like us, we wouldn't put garbage on a plate for our kids to eat. You haven't put a virus in this world that would infect us. But we ask you, God, in the name of Jesus, that the miraculous healing power would flow over this land, that we would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of living. And that you would reverse the effects of this virus. That you would put an end to it. A miraculous stop. Just have it under a miraculous halt. Something that no one will be able to explain. Something that no scientists, no doctors will have an explanation for. But just virus gone. And Lord, we just believe this. We believe if we ask that you indeed will land. We believe that if we haven't asked things that don't make human sense. We haven't asked enough. But we believe right now in the miraculous power of Jesus that just the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, raised him from the dead. There were no cells living in his body. He was dead in that tomb. And the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells within us and will quicken our mortal bodies. And I just pray, Lord, that there would be a quickening of your spirit over the whole earth. That goodness will flood our lands, that your glory will flood our land, that, that you will just help people and protect them. We just ask, Father, that, that, uh, that your goodness would just cover every human heart, that every person on this planet would come in contact with goodness, that, that they would begin to people, Lord, today, right now, they are without hope have hope at all. There are some people in nursing homes that uh, children can't come and visit. There are elderly people on ventilators. There are young people on ventilators. There are people all throughout this earth that are suffering from this thing. We've heard about the suffering. We are tired of hearing about the suffering. And we ask you, Jesus, to come and intervene and stop the suffering, Jesus. Put an end to it. We ask you, we know that you're the only one that can help us in this hour.
and our eyes are fixed on you. Thank you guys for joining in today, and um, next week, hopefully all the glitches will be out. But uh, we love you, and we do miss you, and um, can't wait to throw arms around and just give you good loves. Bless you. Thanks. Thank you.